1: Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful,
0: and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where do you, go? Where do you go! Hey, how
2: about you, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Auburn Live Show. This is recruiting edition. Recruiting edition, also known as the Shriveled Frickin Pod. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor of Auburn Live on three. if you're not a member of that site, you should be. And We're basically giving it away at this point in time. It is a free week right now, free week. After that, it's like eight thirty-three dollars a month, eight, eight bucks, eight bucks a month. Can't beat it, man. It's like a cute puppy. Uh, we, we've got a great show for you today. A lot of recruiting intel, some visits. We got basketball. Uh, we've got coaches on the road, a lot to go into it. But before we get to that and welcome in my Guest, my not even my guests they're my freaking co-hosts man we're gonna start off with uh top left up here mr cole pinkston how the hell are you mr cole pinkston
0: i'm doing great are mr. you yes sir yes, i sir. see you're kind of in the vortex in that room there you got the yeah. point yeah. you. I it. man i you know I, I have a place and i get used to it and then my wife's like "How hey, need that corner of yeah. the house okay i'll just move to the next one no problem You gotta tell the
1: wife that that door of the Explorer backpack you had hanging up there for a while. That
0: (laughs) was, was, I'm gonna put it back here. I liked that. I want that. I hear you. And uh,
2: you hear me (laughs) chime in over here, Mr. J Head, also known as A Head on the streets. Just don't call him A Ho, Mr. A Head. J Head, how you doing, big dog? Doing good, brother. How about you guys, man? Fairly well, (laughs) man. Everybody had a good Easter.
1: Yeah, I think That's so. Good. I mean, I think it's successful. Nobody died. Yeah. You know what
2: I mean? <laughs> you get to Easter egg hunt went off without a hitch. So, you Dude, know. We, we hit three eggs for three boys. <laughs> 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 we said, once you find one, you're out. Discount <laughs> income, baby. I like it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, man. Um, well, good. Glad everybody had a great weekend. Hope everybody listening did. Uh, If you're listening at home, remember, we are recording on Thursday afternoon. You're probably listening to this on Friday morning, mid-morning, or even early afternoon on Friday. So keep that in mind when we are throwing out today's and yesterday's and tomorrow's. Uh, But in our past week since the last show, we've seen a lot going on, which I guess is typical for this time of year. But most importantly, the evaluation period of the recruiting year has begun, which means coaches can be on the road, and Auburn has taken absolutely full advantage of it. They have come out of the gates with their Tiger takeover, quote-unquote, self-appointed Tiger takeover, which we have seen uh, mentioned many times on Twitter. We've seen high schools in Alabama that we didn't know existed, getting visits from coaches, and it's a huge 180 from what we saw back in the early spring or maybe it was back in the winter when a lot of negative buzz was coming about Auburn not showing up at schools. And uh, remind me on that, Jay Head, you, 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 re, you remember what I'm talking about? Was that back I in do. the winter? So it, yeah, so it was the winter evaluation period. So
1: your January time frame that you can be out. There and what go. I think some high school coaches, because we haven't had spring evals in three years, And what a lot of fans don't understand is, is that the way that the winter evaluation period is geared is to see specific players. Um, Right. You don't have the number of visits because the way spring eval is geared is I think you get like 168 visits um, that you get to conduct, or 168 visit days, and then you have a certain time period where it can be a little bit more broad range as far as who you can visit, the relationships you can cultivate with those coaching staffs, and really – you know, what the shame is here is, and this goes for everybody that was there was hired during that COVID era. So, from what spring of 2020 until now, coaches haven't been able to do this. So, you have coaches that play at Florida State, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, that are experiencing the same thing as Auburn, where they haven't been ad, had the opportunity to get out and be amongst the community within your home state and other you know, areas that are kind of feeder states for your actual program. But love the reaction that we're getting from head coaches, uh, high school head coaches. Love the reaction you're getting from prospects. Yes. Um, As far as the places that these guys have been, obviously Phoenix City was a number one stop for this coaching staff trying to get back in it with several prospects there.
2: Jimmy Uh, Brumbaugh, Jeff Schmetting, both went to Central Phoenix City the first chance they got.
1: And how smart was that to have Jimmy Brumbaugh, former teammate of Patrick Nix, go to that high school, to kind of continue that formulation of a relationship between Coach, Coach Harson and Coach Nix. I just thought that was very well played and very smart. I think they're being very strategic with the areas that they're getting into out of state, whether it comes to Georgia, Florida, Louisiana, and parts of Texas, places that can really be cherry picked feeder school, feeder state areas for us. Um, so I just think it's a really smart and ambitious move by this staff, something that was needed. But remember, and like for anybody that's listening to this podcast, just understand this is the first time the staff's got a
2: chance to do this. So they're branding themselves to a degree, and I think they're doing it the right way. Let me give you some numbers, man. Uh, just in the first, so for the uh, first of all, I'll tell you April and May, April uh, last Friday was actually the first day, April 15th, that coaches could go back on the road for the evaluation period. It lasts through the end of May. And I know that Auburn is absolutely hitting Alabama this first week, and I'm, they're, they're going – they went to uh, – let me give you some numbers. They went to – the first two days of the evaluation period, they went to 110 high schools in Alabama. By the end of the – by the end of this first week, they will have visited 250 high schools in Alabama. I looked it up last night. There's about 700 public high schools in Alabama. <clears throat> so, man, my ass sucks, but it seems like about one-third of every high school in this, in this state – received a visit from Auburn. And Cole, I know you've been tracking it on Twitter and I have too, but I've had coaches reach out to me, high school coaches in the state reach out to me and, and they're just they're praising the staff at, at how much work's getting done in this first week. Some of them, I think there was about three of them said, man, we had coaches here today. We haven't seen a coach from Auburn since
3: 2018.
2: Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and some... m- multiple guys ha- have reached out and said that it, it's great PR. It's great for building relationships. You're, you're talking about going to schools, coaches going to schools. Rock Bellantoni was at a couple of these schools last week or earlier this week where I'd never heard of a guy come out of there. Yeah, yeah. But 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 it's relationships. It's building. Yes. It, it's 2024 Ooh. kids, 2025 kids. It's getting a foot in that door should you ever need it. Building a relationship with that coach – uh, so that when he turn, you know goes and becomes the next guy Hoover, you've got a relationship with him, and and he's going to respect you for having come to his little Geraldine JV, yeah, yeah. JV school uh, back in the day, and, and getting him some PR. I really, uh, it, we'll, we'll talk on that. Cole. go ahead, man. What have you seen from Auburn and Alabama this week?
0: Yeah, well, not to mention, uh, you know, like you, I was going to say exactly what you said with guys that move up places, and, and yes. Co- coaches are constantly moving around in the state. Of oh, Alabama. Yeah. they do everywhere, but that's just how it goes. I mean, you get a better job somewhere, you move up, whatever. That's your goal, right? You want to? Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely, yeah. Unless yeah. your grandma, your uh,
2: unless nanny lives down here on, on, on the
0: corner and it's yeah. been running the general store for the past forty years, you're ready. To, you're ready to move on and see how right. see how good you can get. Exactly. So you got that going on. I mean, you want to you want to know every single connection that's out there in the state. And that's what they're trying to do, and um, you know they're thinking long term here. Right? They they're they're trying to win. They're trying to be there for a long time, not just this year. So not only that, you, you some of these small schools where you don't really know where a prospect, you don't know of a prospect there, or prospects haven't come out of there as much. You know, you got the summer camp circuits coming up too. So you want to get some of those guys into the camps, and you want to go ahead and invite them. And I mean, just last year the camps. You know, you saw Camden Brown win an MVP at a summer camp. You saw Caleb Wooden got his offer at a summer camp. Even – um, I think it was Drew Bobo who got one too.
2: Sure at, was. He did.
0: Georgia. And, well, and he,
1: Georgia and Auburn. He yeah. had a camp for both offers.
0: I, I think Eston Harris that ended up signing with Auburn got offers at like four or five different camps that he attended in the summer. Like Alabama, Florida State, Georgia Oregon. State, that, yep. Those kind of things. So, yeah, you, you're trying to find hidden talent. You're trying to find young talent um, to, to come in, and you, you start those relationships that way. And that's what they're doing this week and, and will continue to do. But they're also hitting some of the big stops, too. Yeah. They're going to hit it off. A- absolutely. And, and yeah, I, Okay, so I feel like this first week is more like a broad scheme. Like big picture
2: stuff, you're hitting schools. You're also hitting these. We talked about Central Phoenix City, they're hitting the guys, the big dogs uh, as well. But this first week is more about uh, the relationships and and getting into these schools. Um, The second week is going to be Georgia. So this week's been all about Alabama. The second week's going to be all about Georgia. They're expected to hit 200 schools in Georgia. And then they're going to start branching out Florida, Texas, Louisiana, California, Mississippi, Tennessee, all, you know, wherever the kids are. They're going to start hitting, honing in on those kids. And then they're going to come back uh, and and hit Alabama and the main recruits. Now they're going to get more specific when they come back through the second time, they're going to go hit, you know, the Thompson's the, the Carver's, the the central Phoenix cities. They're going to start getting narrowing down and and, and focusing on the guys and not just the schools. And I love how they've been doing that.
0: I'm curious too. uh, You know, It's a different dynamic with the 2023 class in Alabama this year. We talk about how talented it is. Well, when you have all that talent at the top, there may be some talent that's usually that you would usually notice in the state of Alabama that might be underneath those guys that are just starting to emerge. And I'm curious, I think they're going to be bringing in some of those guys for camp and, and really evaluating and, I I just I'm curious to see what kind of talent is still out there in the state of Alabama for this class specifically. Well,
2: If 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 it's so top heavy. Yeah. I hear, I hear what you're saying, which is
1: not, and and not even just the top heavy part of it, Cole, but think about this is the time where you can start to make some separation in your board as to what prospects you like better. When you get a better feel for the relationship that he has with his high school staff, you get to see him. If you've timed it right, you get to see him in practice that day or how athletic he is on the basketball court, any little trait that you're looking for to create separation in your board of who's one, who's two, you know what I mean? What does their academic transcript look like? This is just an invaluable period of time for these coaches to be out and be amongst uh, these these fellow high school coaches to get a feel for these prospects and making that, you know, it's so hard, I think, sometimes when you've got about a blob of 300 prospects to say, you know who's number one on my board. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you, every one of these guys can play, but what separates them from somebody else? And this is that time of the year, along with camp season, where they really start to separate.
0: Yep.
2: But, uh, you know, you, you got to tip your hat to, uh, to to Darren Usher, to Stephen Rusick, those guys, and the strategy. We're talking about the strategy here. This is something that I, I this, this is I haven't seen anything like this in a long time. Now, obviously, I mean, there's there's schools that haven't seen Auburn coach there since 2018. Whatever those guys are doing, man, the changes that they've made this year. And in, in, uh, of course, Stephen just came on, but man, just the entire staff, right? I'm mean, even harsh, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you saw him reload the whole support staff too, right before all of this started happening. I mean, there was a new hire in some kind of role or capacity almost every day. And when, and uh, all those people are putting it together now and, and you know, working in the offices and getting the, the film cut up and all that stuff. So, yeah, there's just a good team team effort right now. And, and it's, you know, I think they're going to find some good players out there that we may not know of yet. Well, I really do. I agree.
1: And what I really like is the size of the staff. And I think they're still going they to increase it by another spot or two. I don't think they're done just yet as far as hiring right. the recruiting officers is concerned. But when you think about, it, you just said something cold that triggered a thought for me, but setting up the tape, if people think that's such a minute thing, it's not having it cut up the right way so the assistant coach can see what they need to see is a major factor. And having enough hands, not just to set up the tape, but then you also have people communicating with it with the kid, you know, beyond the assistant coach. I mean, it's a huge undertaking when you think about everything that goes into recruiting in this day and time. Um, and hat tip, like you said, to Darren Usher, to Steven Ruzik, to Logan Meyer, everybody else that's on that evaluation staff, um, you know, you just, it's phenomenal the way they set up this evaluation week. And I'm excited to see what they do moving forward as far as enticing kids to come to camp, to earn offers, um, how they set up big cat weekend moving forward, who gets a new offer coming out of this evaluation period, just a lot of exciting things happening from that kind of, you know, that standpoint right now.
0: J-Head, let me just tell you I, I understand uh, all those guys that are that are behind the scenes working on the film and everything that was you that's a job dude that's a job I used to after practice I would sprint through the weight room up the stairs I get on a computer I start uploading the film I put the play input into every play so by the time head coach got there all the coaches got there they could just sit back they got their clicker they don't have to run through the play three or four times. They go, okay, inside zone. Here we go. <laughs> yep, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> and to think about how, much, how little wasted time, how much more efficient that is to have multiple people being able to do that and setting it up in a way so that they see what they need to see. That's, that's just so understated that you have guys that know what they're looking at, how to do
2: it. Yeah, that's right. Keeping um, the momentum going this weekend, we – Well, I I wasn't expecting like a a big weekend. We're kind of going to be cherry-picking some visitors. But, man, right now, uh, Cole just confirmed the third one. We knew uh, four-star running back Jeremiah Cobb is coming in. Five-star DB Tony Mitchell's finally coming down. And then Cole confirmed Thursday that Jordan Hall, the four-star defensive lineman, not to be confused with Jordan Hall, the four-star linebacker, who has visited. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, both Jordan Halls have visited. So you've got Jeremiah Cobb coming down. Very, very uh, easy to get excited about him. Tony Mitchell, eh, whatever. I'll see what he says. I mean, you know, I mean, he, he doesn't yeah, even have yeah. Auburn in his top 35 right now, uh, <laughs> or, or, or whatever he's got. I mean, you know. But
0: number, I can't, You got me there. But they're but they're number
2: you know, six. They're number six, right? Oh, are they? My bad. Nah, my bad. I don't I thought, know. That's <laughs> you know, not good. Um, <laughs> I don't know much about Jordan Hall, the defensive lineman. He's the, that was the first I'd heard of him today. Uh, I do. Yeah. That, that kid. You don't see many six four, three hundred pound guys that can move the way he can. I mean, he's
0: he's elite. Very twitchy. Um, looks, I think the top looks, two schools right now. Go ahead, Cole. Yeah. Sorry, he looks a lot like all the D lineman Brumball's bringing in right now. He really does.
1: They all have that same mold and that same characteristic. They can all play across the defensive line, uh, so they're not locked into any one position, even though I think he's probably a natural three. Yep. three tech can play in the four-eye, maybe could even play, you know, that five-end. Yep. But I think the top two schools right now are Florida State and Florida. They seem to be. But here's the great thing about this kid. Jimmy Brumbaugh is from that part of the country. You know what I mean? That's, yep. he, I think he's within spitting distance of that kid's hometown.
2: Where is he from?
1: I mean, we're so doing- I think, I think he's just outside of Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, okay. I think
0: he's-, he's listed Jacksonville Westlake High School is the school. Uh, right. So, yeah. which,
1: and I think it's actually a smaller community than Jacksonville. I think it's one of those metro areas. Yeah. But right. Um, just it'll be interesting to me. This will kind of tell the tale of Jimmy Brombas. How effective a recruiter he can be? Can he get some movement with the kid like this? That's a top 150 prospect. It's from the part of the country that you're from. And nobody's been talking about Auburn with this kid.
0: Yeah. You know
1: what I mean? Can we, make a, can we make a move this weekend? I think we can. I kind of like the position we're in right now quietly. I think we've made a move there. Um, and we'll kind of see if that comes to fruition this weekend and see what he says after his visit.
0: Not Jay, to mention. Check your, uh, check
2: your connections. You got a little uh, static in your voice. I got you.
0: Not uh, to mention, too, Jay Head, yeah. uh, Jamal Jarrett from North Carolina put Auburn in his top five this morning. Or Having Thursday. never visited, right? Never visited uh,
2: he, no, he's, he, he's the dude who Inichi Sledge not, was, yes.
0: was, was 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 promoting
2: Auburn so bad. Him and him and Inichi Sledge uh, are very close. And dude was like, Man, just throwing you a bone. I'm gonna I'm gonna include Auburn because they they're big, mm. they're big buddies. Yeah. Um, so he had Auburn in the top five. I, and, and and Chad Simmons went on to say that Auburn's probably four or five of that group. But man, just That's having right. them in the top group for this kid who's never been on campus, not bad.
0: And he told me at the Under Armour event. Uh, back in February, that he planned to be at Auburn in April, and he hasn't yet. So, we'll see what happens there.
1: Right. I think they have got him now. I, I think I saw the report where Chad said he's going to be coming on in June. That's the time frame. he okay, Plans okay. to visit. Um, so I'm excited to see if he actually makes the campus because he's a prototypical nose tackle. I mean, yeah, hard to move, huge body. Uh, probably Sadir Mitchell is the only other person that matches up body frame wise with this kid. Um, so can you get one of those two guys?
0: Who, that'll, that'll be what's interesting. Sadir Mitchell is supposedly in the works for an official visit to Auburn too. That's that's what I'm checking out right now. That would be huge.
2: Where's he from? Is he, is he the guy from uh, New, Jersey. New Jersey
0: up north? Yeah. Yep. He was there for the scrimmage that weekend. They had about six or seven guys there
2: before A Day.
0: Yeah, it was before A Day. That was, it was the big. That was the big. It was the big,
2: was the big uh, April 9th. I believe. It was the week before. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I think. Well, we've seen Terrence Love get on board. Braden Joyner's already been committed. Who's going to be number three? We are always, everybody's always looking uh, to see who's going to be next. Could Jeremiah Cobb, the four star running back from Montgomery Catholic, be next? People, there's been some buzz that he's closed. I talked to him Tuesday night, I believe. He said he was coming this weekend for, uh, I think it's his fourth official visit, second in the past 10 days. Uh, We saw Terrence Love come back for a visit just one last time so he could make his announcement. Now, Jeremiah's told me on the record that he plans to take some visits in the summer, but we all know how that goes. (laughs) Um, I don't think he was going to say, I just want to come back one more time before I commit. You know, uh, he's not going to tell me that. So, uh, on the record, he is not planning to make a commitment anytime soon, but most of these guys never are. So, I think getting him back down, I think we all agree – that he's probably number one on the board. I mean, as far as a priority goes, let's get him on board, then we'll worry about who our second running right. is gonna right. be. Like he's the he's the he's the highest ranked guy on the board that Auburn has a the highest ranked chances with. Yes. And yes. man, Auburn would really, really like to close the deal with him. He's coming Saturday, he's gonna bring a teammate, um, a lower level guy, but um I think it's going to be another big visit. Nothing big is – I thought that was pretty cool. He, just want, he wants to come and tour the campus and then just chill out, man. Just, just hang out. Get to know everybody a little bit better. And I, I think that's a little fishy.
0: That, that fits you know? his personality too just from talking to him. I think he's that kind of guy that he's just – it's all about the feel. It's all about the, you know, where do I feel the most at home. And being that he's, oh, I don't know, 45 minutes down the road. Yeah, I mean Auburn's in great shape there. I think too. I think the visit is very telling this weekend as well.
2: It's a matter uh, of uh, uh, it's
0: going to be win, not if. I think we all agree that. So. I think so. Yeah. Jay, head, you what,
2: what, what do you think about Jeremiah?
1: I love him. A, a great kid, a great athlete. Really would be big to get somebody in that Montgomery area. You know, to, to land a prospect from there. It, it's so. Just dense with power five prospects this year. I mean, I think there's what legitimately 10 to 15 power five prospects just in the Montgomery area alone. That's insane.
3: Yeah.
1: It, for an area that I, what how many people do you think actually live in Montgomery or the, the Montgomery metropolitan area? What? It's, not even half a million.
0: It's not as big as Birmingham, that's for sure.
1: Not even close. you
0: think all the population.
1: I think there's more talent in Montgomery this year than there is in Burton. I honestly believe that. 200,000. 200,000. 200,000 in Montgomery. And you're talking 10 to 15 Division I Power Five prospects in that
0: area. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Lots of elite talent in that area. Um, How about Montgomery Catholic, too? They, man, they, they keep putting them out. <laughs> they, they had uh, TJ Dudley that went to Clemson last year, Ky- Kylan Griffin that went to Clemson, Jordan Thomas that went to Tennessee. Yep. Yeah. They win the state.
1: Uh, they, they, they've, they've, I mean, they've become what Trinity Presbyterian was. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, time to try. Hey, look, man, I, I played Bread in high
0: school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did not come out on the winning end of that one. That was just hey, sure. uh Mac McClinton coming to Auburn from Trinity. Maybe they're starting it back, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, uh, so uh is anybody fired up about Tony Mitchell? <sighs> it's intrigued. not that I'm
1: not. I'm intrigued by Tony Mitchell just to see what he says, to see I mean, if he re-racks his top five. I just feel like, all right, so this recruitment for me is he's Bama if they want him. You know right. what I mean? I, I just – that's the feel I've gotten from day one with Tony Mitchell is is if Alabama truly wants him, that's where he's going.
0: I'd watch out for Florida personally. Wow. I okay. I think Florida's made a big move. I think it's newsworthy, Jeffrey. I don't think it's anything to go – you know, to raise an eyebrow about, I think it's something we need to sit back and watch and see what happens. And, you know, Etheridge will say something. We'll, we'll try to get try to get his attention back on Auburn. But I just, right now, I'm not feeling it
2: personally. But listen, I, I'm with Jay Head here. If there's a guy at Thompson High School that Alabama wants, Florida has no shot. It, it ain't happening. Right. The, the, ne- the next time that happens will be the first and probably the last. Alabama would make sure of it. <laughs> they have yeah, if, if Alabama RAC wants Tony Mitchell, they're gonna get him.
1: I completely agree with that, Jay. Lee. The first year coach just,
2: at Florida is not pulling Thompson.
1: Look, and I think Corey Raymond is a phenomenal recruiter, and it's obviously, he's obviously who's going to be the lead guy um, when yeah. it comes to this recruitment. Billy Napier has deep, deep recruiting ties to the southeast of the state of Alabama. But if Nick Saban wants a kid and puts it and puts the screws on him, I just it's yes. going to be hard for me to see. Otherwise, now, maybe you're right, Cole. Maybe it's, you know what, we got several guys grouped together. Maybe we don't like Tony as much as some people do, and Florida makes a move there. But that'll be interesting to see.
2: Yeah, you know what, and I, I'm probably not giving this NIL, NIL shit enough credit. You know, I mean, it's, it's a new <laughs> ball game, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's leveling the playing field. Let's it's, be honest here.
0: I, I will say, I I don't think Alabama was too uh, warm and fuzzy over Billy Napier being hired down in Florida. No. <laughs> Because they, I mean, look, they're they're a sleeping monster, right? They could they could explode in recruiting whenever they're ready. That school, I felt the same way about Texas A and M too, and yeah, nice. <laughs> there you well, go. Well, sure. Texas
1: A and M. Now, this is the difference is is the the proximity and talent to a state to a school like Florida, and obviously you got talent in, in, in Texas, but yeah. Texas has significantly deeper NIO pockets than anybody yeah. in our SEC right now. Interesting. I don't Jimbo can talk about white red all he wants.
2: You know what I mean? We're talking <laughs> about that black oil is what we're talking yeah, about. Hey, look, <laughs> Texas exactly T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hillbilly's oh, yes. College
1: Station, brother.
2: Yeah. Uh speaking of Texas AM. They got a transfer. Wide receiver, yeah. Caleb Chapman we'll slide into some transfers here. We got Caleb Chapman wrote about him. It's, it's not, I didn't like break any news, but Auburn's obviously recruiting Caleb Chapman from Texas A&M, former teammate of and receiver of Auburn, now Auburn quarterback, Zap Calzada. Probably going to get him in on a visit soon, but one guy they have already set up is a Jared Bub Means from La Tech, signed with Tennessee. Yes. Tennessee. Tennessee.
1: Originally, yeah, originally committed to North Carolina when Larry Fedora got fired.
3: That's right. It he sure committed,
1: was. ended up at Tennessee. Jeremy Pruitt and all of his infinite wisdom tried to convert the kid into a defensive back. <laughs> he said, "Peace, I'm, I'm out. out." Went to La Tech, put up some good stats last
2: year as a redshirt freshman. And so, yeah, he had to see twenty three catches, four thirty two, two couple touchdowns. Yeah, will
0: tell you what, uh, I-, I watched his. I watched a few of his game film last night from Louisiana Tech. They probably targeted him like ten or fifteen times a game. They just threw it deep to him, just faded it to him, like all the time. And either the coverage was usually pretty good, or the quarterback wasn't on point. He's about six, he's a taller cat, right? Six, six two, two,
2: about 205, two o five. That's what's up. Ten. That's what Auburn needs, man.
0: Dude, I think he's bigger than that, j Head. I okay. was looking like, do you like, really? He's like two twenty. I mean, he's a big kid. Wow. Yeah, just looking at him on film. I mean, he looks big. And I will like, say
1: this, he's extremely athletic. And what I saw on tape, it, when I went back and watched his high school huddle film, and then I turned back around and I said, I want to say, okay, what does he look like at La Tech? And I did the same thing you did, Cole. I looked at the Mississippi State film, and I looked at NC yep. State. So, I wanted to see the, how he played when he matched up against power five opponents.
0: He had a long he, touchdown in that Mississippi State game, about 60-something yards.
1: Yeah. Um, I think he went off. I think he had two catches for 95-plus yards in a TD. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, he can play, man. I mean, he, he is a power five capable wide receiver. Well, I think he was some-
0: ninth in the country in yards per catch or something like that. That's 17 correct. or 18 yards per catch, if that' right. Yeah. Does that sound
1: yeah. right? Yep. And, and LaTex threw the ball a lot, um, and they had a couple other receivers that had more receptions than he did. But if you look at overall athletic ability and how it would kind of translate into our system, he's a fit. And he fits what we need specifically is that big X receiver that you can match up on the line of scrimmage, that can go deep, also has the physicality to, you know what I mean, to be a a tough matchup down there in the red zone. Yeah, Um, You can fade it to him. It's not, you know, like when you were trying to fade it to Kobe Hudson. You've got a legitimate guy that can go up and snatch it and high point (laughs) that bad boy. So, excited to see kind of what progress we make with him coming out of that official Uh, business.
2: Upgrades the room immediately, right? Oh, yeah. That's what you're looking for, man. 100%. That's what you're looking for. Maybe him and
0: Chapman both would. Right. It gives you a different type of guy too. That's 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 important. It's not just a better player to add to the room. It's a different type of receiver that you don't really have. And you can call Landon King that guy, but he's still learning everything, and he's still trying to learn his routes and and how to get all that down. And he's not a true receiver, so adding this guy, and he's got a few years left too. That's just would be huge. Yeah. Somehow he 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 he. he
2: the Tennessee spent a year at Tennessee. He set out a year at lawtech Tech. Then he played a year at La Tech. And after all of that, he's still got three years. So, he'd be coming in as a sophomore with three years of college under his belt. Uh, Definitely a guy to watch, in my opinion, as far – he's probably number one on my board as far as wide receiver targets to watch for Auburn. I think Caleb Chapman, should he visit, and I I think there's optimism that he will, I think he would be number two. Number three is a guy that Cole uh, mentioned. I mentioned him briefly. Lawrence Arnold is a a big – wide receiver from Kansas who went to the portal on Tuesday. There's been some contact with it. I think Cole confirmed from him that Auburn had reached out. Yeah. Lawrence Arnold, is he a bigger guy too, Cole? Yes.
0: Yeah, he's about 6'3", I think. Um, he was – I know he was getting ready to be their key guy, or one of them at least, at Kansas yeah. this year. And then hits the portal with a couple weeks left before the deadline. And they're like, dang, man. You know? Stuff
1: well, that staff can't catch a break. I mean, they they I think Les Miles got fired what last year, like May or something like that, for yeah. the uh, for the sexual misconduct stuff,
3: yeah. And they
1: brought in uh, Lance Leopold and he just it, the, the mass exodus of prospects. And obviously, we benefited from that last year. Um, yep, you know, it, it's just yet to cease as far as that's concerned. But you're right, I was reading an article regarding him on in the Kansas City Star and he. By far, out of all the wide receiver prospects on their roster, he was the he was the player that was starting to ascend that was going to be their number one guy.
2: He was expected to be their go-to. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: he was expected to be their go-to guy.
0: Similar, very very similar to Means in the way they used him and and the way he is, you know, he plays and all that too. So, right again, that's the type of receiver that they really don't have right now. They have some they smaller, quicker guys like Dawson and Javarius Johnson, and then you've got. Jed Jackson, who's a good possession guy, but they they just want somebody a little bit more dynamic to, to add to that.
1: I agree. And the one big body they do have is Zivian Capers, and he's yeah, just not yeah, – yeah. he doesn't have the speed that a Chapman has or a Bub Means has to get down the field. I think he can be dangerous in the slot. I think when you get him matched up on a smaller corner or a nickel – you're going to be able to take advantage of him running down the seam. But as far as that big X or Z on the outside that can get deep, I just don't think he can do that consistently. Right. Um, And, of course, I'm a huge proponent of Caleb Chapman. I think he is an absolute freak show if he's healthy. Yeah. But that's if he's healthy. That's been a huge, huge deal with him where he'll have just breakout games like he did against Florida. And even when he stretched the field and caught that big pass against us, and then yep. he blows a knee out, and you know you're done. So if you bring in a guy like Chapman, you got to make sure you land another guy like Means at the same time, so that you're not losing that production. I think those are
2: uh, those are your top three wide receiver portal targets as far as Auburn is concerned. Bub, Bub Means, that's his nickname. Uh, it's either Jared or Gerard. I think yeah. it's Gerard. I mean, Man, I that's cool. Because, you know what, Larry Casher. Remember Larry Casher. Yeah, from my neck of the woods, man. He, he's from Blunt, wasn't he? Or, yeah, no, man. I, he wasn't from Blunt. All right, cool. But well, I worked with his younger brother. They called him Big Money, Little Money, Little Money. He was in, uh, but his name was Gerard, and it was J E R O D, and that was my yeah. first Gerard experience. So I respect <laughs> the name. You know, you know how good I am at pronunciations and shit. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. you're only just a little bit better than me here exactly.
1: I, so so I called,
2: I, when i called <laughs> him i was like i, I went with bub I, I you know i can't go wrong with hey bub. look man
1: do what you got to do i'd have just Is been it, like hey buddy yeah. you know what i mean because you, dog, you, know, you, don't you do the name on the other end of the line that's for sure hey uh go.
0: hey bro. man what's up man <laughs> what's
2: up champ yep what's <laughs> up brother <laughs> So, we got Bub Means, Caleb Chapman, Lawrence Arnold, three guys at the wide receiver position to take a look at, keep an eye on. Bub's coming in next weekend for an official visit. Um, Chapman has not scheduled a visit, but expected to. And I'm going to be keeping an eye on Lawrence Arnold. As far as other uh, transfer portal positions of need, uh, I'm keeping an eye on a safety. I'm keeping an eye on edge, uh, defensive line, offensive line. And the portal's kind of shit right now. I mean, let's be honest, right?
0: I mean, it is. It's um, growing every day. Though. but it, it, So,
2: you've got spring games ending. Georgia had one this past weekend. Alabama had theirs this past weekend. So, Auburn was kind of early getting finished with the spring, which turned out to be yep. great because their strategy was to get the hell on the road and yep. to get a jump on all this, which was fantastic. Uh, so, a lot of the spring games are coming to an end. A lot of guys between now and, uh, what, the next 10 days, May the 1st is the deadline. So, what, in the next week and a half, we're probably going to see a huge surge in talent in the transfer portal. Not that the numbers aren't already there, but talent-wise. So, uh, those are some positions. Anybody else? I mean, is that what you're thinking, Jay head Edge? Uh, I, I wasn't expecting a safety, but I was told keep an eye on the DBs. I, I was. It, when you look at the total number of safeties that we've got, when you have to utilize
1: Donovan Coffman at nickel, that only leaves you with, like, five true safeties on the entire roster. For two and spots. that's it, well, even me projecting a kid that may play corner, may play nickel um, in Austin Osbury, you know, to the safety position. So, not a lot of depth there. Um, I think you could probably see a guy like a Bryson Ware from Ohio State that we may take a look at, something of that nature. Is that the um, D Bryson, it, Yeah. No, he's a safety uh, – there's a Jacoby Cohen. That's, well, that's who I'm thinking defensive of. lineman. Yeah. It's Bryson yeah. something. It's not Bryson Ware. Bryson Ware's our – Outfielder for the baseball team. I'll find it here shortly, but
0: it's Bryson something.
1: It's Bryson something. I'll have it by the end of the podcast. But big news on the defensive line standpoint is obviously a guy returning to Auburn. Let's give credit to Justin Hokuson for reporting that last night. That is huge news because you're talking about an absolute Power Five SEC prospect that had standing offers from Tennessee, Missouri, and Florida State to join their programs getting him back. Now, you hate that he lost to spring, but damn if we didn't need him to come back, man. Um, And that was big news for us. That
2: gives you a full 3D. Um, And he's legit. He's just a body, dude. He he can play.
3: If he
2: gets his mind right, he can play. He
1: can definitely play. He is not just a body. This isn't like that kid, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to slam anybody, but that kid from Georgia Tech that we took a long look at. Mike Lockhart. Mike Lockhart. This kid is he, – he's a legitimate – he could be a star. Like you said, yeah. if his effort's right, if his mind's right, the physical ability's there.
0: Yeah, um, you know, uh, Nick Eason really liked him a lot. Um, he did. Interestingly, his first snaps came against Georgia.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> I was like, man, who's 48? Who is that guy? It was Marquise Robinson. I was like, I it, they're going to throw him in the fire. No, that's how, they, he's that's gonna. how they're
1: going to do it. Well, and, and Harz, after that, I remember, I can't remember who it was, one of your guys' counterparts asked the question, well, why was he getting snaps? And Harz looked, I kid you not, looked like he was going to snap his pencil that he had in his hand. It's like he earned it in practice. That's why I played him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Bryce, Bryson Shaw. Bryson Shaw. I think oh, he's a guy it. that could get a look. He was a starter last year for Ohio State, had an interception and 50-plus tackles. He's somebody that could bring – um, some physicality to that room and some experience to help elevate the play. So, he's somebody that I'm paying attention to. I don't know how much contact we've had to this point, but as of the safety prospects available, he's somebody I'm, I'm watching.
2: Moving along, we this is something that I've been looking forward to on this episode is um, the revamping of our five for two on the offensive line because offensive line is such an important position of need in this class and a lot of folks are really excited about it as they should be because hell we are too we were talking before the show about some of the names that are going to be on our list in a minute and man it looks really good right now at least the potential for a fantastic offensive line class Auburn has positioned itself very well with a lot of these top guys and I, I think I've got everybody on my list has visited in the past like three weeks and, and yep. most of them have been multiple visits, uh, so lots to be excited about. Let's uh, we're going to go. We're going to break it down into two groups this time. We're going to break it down to interior guys uh, and uh, and then offensive uh, office offensive tackle. So we'll we'll start we'll start inside, work our way out. Okay, let me check the notes
0: real quick.
2: Uh, I tell you what, I tell you what. Let's do something instead of all. Why don't you give me one, Head? Then Cole, you give me one of yours. I'll give me one of her, mine, instead of naming everybody at the same time.
0: Yeah, that worked. I mean, you I, know, repeating. That, sounds, we, good are, that sounds good at, to me. Starting at me at the top of our list
2: or at the bottom. So no, let's start at the top. If Jay had, if, if you if you name your number one, Cole, if he's got your number one, you name your number two, and we'll we'll go down the list like that.
1: Now I'm doing this in order of guys that are most likely to commit okay. as of today.
2: Gotcha. Uh, not
1: necessarily who's at the top of our board. Um, I don't think it, what little bit of what few hints I have gotten, I don't think the coaching staff would want me to pass that along. But I will be glad to say, hey, let it me guys. I think it's most likely. Let, let me
2: let me preface this by saying we're going to count Clay Whedon, interior guy. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, Bison
1: Lang, interior guy. Bison
2: Lang, interior. interior, and Kelton Smith is a swing, so I will allow on either one. He is okay. kind of like the Garner Lang low. He could play inside or outside wherever he was needed. There were yeah, game. he's on my they recruiting he's him. He's on my tackle, inside list because when he, I'm watching, yeah, when I when I watch
1: him, he looks like a right guard to me. I mean, I, th- I, I,
2: I think in the, I think his, I think interior is his future. I've got him on my interior line. Um, I won't tell you where, <laughs> uh, but he's on the list. So let's start inside, work our way outside, knowing that we're going to go there. Jay, head, we have we talked about your number one already. We have mentioned
1: him. I will mention him again. It is Clay Whedon who's coming in for an official visit in June from Tampa, Florida. Our main competition right now is Michigan, Michigan State, and Florida. So some big-time programs involved with Clay Wheaton, and he's just a mauler, man. I mean, and, and from a characteristic standpoint, or a character standpoint, he meshes so well with our current offensive line coach. It's it's insane. yeah. No yeah. More. Braden
2: Smith. Yeah, Braden Smith wanna be.
1: I well, I don't think he's. It, all right, so Braden's a complete freak show. And sure. he had the ability to play tackle. I don't know that Clay can. I think he's ah, purely sure. I think he's purely an interior guy. Did Braden play tackle? I thought he played He does in the pros and at Auburn.
2: He exclusively played at right guard. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. He was man pulling watching him pull. Ooh. <laughs> man, it was R-I-P nasty, H. wasn't
0: it? Yes. God he bless. Was he was excellent. All right. Uh, nice. uh Cole, what you got? Who's number two on your spot? I- well, I got I got two at the very top. And uh for the sake of being different, I feel about the same with both of them. I'll go with Vice and Lang from yep. Mike Road, Alabama. That was my number two Cole. Dude, I mean, he was on campus four times, three times. Just and when I talked to him and asked him, I was like, So why why do you keep coming back so much? Why why so close together? He goes, Man, when you got a great university in your backyard like Auburn. You come up here whenever you want. That was his exact quote, or I'm paraphrasing, but that's his exact quote that I'm paraphrasing. sixty <laughs> hey, percent of the time it works every time. Yeah, yeah. i,
1: I had yeah. a sex Panther, baby. I like based,
0: based on true events, but the, but everything was changed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, we got Clay weed We've got Bison Lang. Man, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I've got two guys I'm choosing from. I'm gonna leave you the next one because I can't. Uh, I, I like to pronounce his name too much. I'm going to Uh, go with Ian Jeffrard. Okay. Uh Jeffrard. Jeffrard, thank you. You remember (laughs) Auburn wanted to get eyes on him, and about two weeks ago he came. And let me tell you, the reviews that I have received have been extremely positive. I think he is an absolute take. I think he is a very high target, interior line target. And I actually had him number two on my list.
1: That's good to know. All right, so you've got him interior. I had him as a tackle. So I would need to make sure that I shuffle that
2: big old Joker uh, that yeah, I was told was best suited for inside. Yeah. I, I can think, see that for
0: sure. I think he get he gets to the field faster as an inside guy, maybe a future as an outside guy one day, but you know, just with the way he's built right now, he's an inside guy. And and, and he is from Eagles landing, if I'm not mistaken, Yes, uh, Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: and, and his recruitment's picking up. Uh, I think Auburn was in on him early. There's some type of, I don't know if he grew up an Auburn fan or what, but there, there's there's some reason to feel good about that cat. Yeah, um, I'd,
0: I'd say so too.
2: So, from, from some of the conversations I've had recently, I've, I've got Jeff Rod number two on my list. Jay Head, who's your next guy?
1: We're going to go with DJ Chester okay. from Conyers, Georgia. I think that's an Auburn, Florida State, South Carolina battle as of today. You know – He's recently been made a four-star, uh, consensus four-star. When me and Cole saw his tape originally, I, I really liked the kid, and the more I watch it, the more I like him. He's just – and I think, Cole, actually, when I – maybe I'm talking myself into this. Yeah, his athleticism and his feet, I think he could actually play tackle eventually. I think he's kind of like a guy like Eston Harris that may start inside yeah. and work his way outside to that right tackle position. Um, But he's a mauler, man. He's another very physically impressive-looking guy. Uh, And in a class that we absolutely need some guys with his mentality and his athletic skill set, just very impressed. Very impressed with the board that we've put together. Um, When he's the number four guy on our
2: list, that that tells you kind of where you are. And I think he visited here recently, like in the last ten days, he did. He's he's commanded kind of a swing. He went from
1: us to Florida State, and then I'm not sure if he's visited anybody else, but I know he's been at those
2: two places here recently. Definitely a guy to keep going. Uh, I'll keep an eye on going forward.
0: Cole, who you got uh, next for me after Vice and Lang will be Jeff Rard as well. Okay, who's after him? After him, you uh, anybody else? I got Clay Whedon. Okay, yeah. I want uh, listen. Only reason I got him lower is because I just, even though I know that he really likes Auburn, I really think Auburn has maybe the best shot of anybody. They're at the top for sure. I just, he seems to be kind of taking his time. Who's That's
2: this?
0: Clay Whedon. Okay. I didn't know if you, well, we
2: need, a, we, we need a fifth guy. Yeah. Do you have anybody left on your list?
0: Yeah. Kelton Smith. Yep. I got Kelton Smith and I have, McIlberry, there you go. That's my two right there. I got Rockwiz, McIlberry,
2: Rockwiz, McIlberry. We're just McKeldry. kidding, me, that big dog. Uh, <laughs> it's a running joke on the show. There, Mac. Uh, yes, I've got McIlberry, McIlberry, and Kelton and Kelton Smith, and that's. And, and the, I had to Georgia for you guys listening that don't know much about this guy. He's from Anniston. He's committed to Georgia early. Early commitment to Georgia. Or was it back in January or when he came the first time? Yes. He committed, yeah. He's got, he, if I'm not mistaken, he is the cousin of who Joiner's automatic on our list. Yep. And, uh, th- there's a lot, there's a close relationship between both of those guys. You can bet that Braden's working on Raquez to get him to come into Auburn. Uh, Aniston's right down the road. George is, George is still pushing for him, from what I can gather. And oh, shit. Our lock broke out. Going knock the door. Y'all talk about McElberry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a
1: nice break in the show. But it, I had Raquez on my list as number five Cole. And the only reason why I've got him, it's not the Georgia part that scares me. It's that Alabama is starting to show interest there. Yeah. Which yeah. means that not only are you fighting to flip him, you're also fighting your counterpart in the state. Um, and I think he grew up an Alabama fan. So that's just – I know having Braden in this class is a huge benefit to us. Um, I'm just – as far as our position in the recruitment goes, I'm touch and go as to whether or not he's somebody that we can really get, or if he's somebody that's going to end up flipping to Alabama.
0: Yeah, because I actually think, even though he's committed to Georgia, I think okay. Alabama's the biggest threat still.
2: Yeah. Who, M- M- McEldery? Yeah. Yes. If that's how my feeling on it too.
0: If if they push.
2: Okay, he, so they I've got six. Push I've got six guys. We each had two two options. We got Clay Whedon, Vison Lang, and Jeff Jefrard. D.J. Chester, Michael Dury, and Kelton Smith. Those are six. I think Auburn gets two of those guys. Yeah, Chester, I agree with was, that.
0: Chester was my bonus. Um, he was my bonus. He, he quietly visited Auburn. He's, he's from um,
1: – Eagles Landing. Is he from Eagles Landing too? He is. He's, he's teammates with
2: – Zachariah uh, Owens. Yeah, yeah. Zachariah Owens. Who is kind of down the board from, from what I've been able to gather. He's the guy to probably keep an eye on if you miss out on some other guys. I think I think Aubrey gets two of those six.
1: And I've got other bonus names of Connor Stroh, yeah, and yeah. Connor Lou. Those are my other two bonus names
0: to watch. I Go don't ahead.
1: think we're the Lou. I don't think we're ready to take Stroh. I think is trending to Texas, but those yeah. are names that I'm, I'm going to be watching. Yeah. By the way,
0: we got we got Jaffard backwards. He goes to Whitefield Academy. Yes. We, we said he went to Eagle's Landing, but it's it's Chester that goes to Eagle's there Landing. There you
2: go. That's what I said the first time, Cole. You misunderstood.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was me. I didn't hear it right. <laughs> oh,
2: man. I know what your wife's talking about, man. He just won't listen. And when he does, yeah. he can't hear. I mean, she,
0: right. I, you know, she put me in the corner already, so, you know. So, on, Jeff, on you're office... sitting with that. Go ahead. I'm
2: sorry. Well, you... I was going to go on offensive of tackle. That, that's where I'm at with it. Okay. All right. All right. Let's start with Cole this time.
0: Okay. Number one. Been my number one. He was my number one last time. Stanton Ramil. Yes. Number one on my list as well. From Thompson High School.
2: (laughs) Whose grandfather played at Auburn, father played at Alabama, grew up in New York State, and has moved down here to Thompson. Uh, He's a stud. And Auburn, he's been to Auburn several times, or at least twice this spring, if I'm not mistaken. Sound right?
1: Uh, at least twice. I think he may have been here even three times. I know he's been here for
2: both junior days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I
1: feel like he's been on campus one other time, but I could be wrong about that as far as I, I
2: think, I think he came to a game or two, didn't he? Yeah, oh, he, he definitely came to a game. He's He's been to multiple games. Shit, he's been to Auburn five times according to his own three profile. He's been to Auburn earlier this month. He's been to Auburn mm-hmm. in April, in March, in January, and then yep. for two games. I think uh, the Alabama game – and it was the mississippi state game november
0: 13th auburn played yeah i think it was yeah that was good i remember him at the games jeffrey because he's one of those guys that we pretty much know everybody that walks through the doors in there but sometimes we don't and sometimes we go okay who's that guy we need to find out who that guy is because he's big (laughs) he looks like a player you know what i mean auburn getting somebody out of thompson would be huge Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, from what well, we
2: what we gather, is, Alabama's not pushing extremely hard for him, right? No, no, they're not.
0: Not at the moment. It doesn't seem like it.
1: No, they they've got other targets that they're prioritizing right now, and I think he's the kind of kid if we if he commits early, and I think there's a I think there's a potential he's committed before September 1st that he'll stay he'll honor that commitment regardless of Alabama Yeah, he's not, good. Yeah, it, he's a he's a really good character kid. Right. Um, and, I, and I feel like he'll stick with his commitment, whatever he chooses to do. And obviously, you know, if a coach gets fired or whatever, that's that changes the dynamic. Sure, but
2: right, all As things far, say everything the same.
1: Gets, all things stay the same. I think he'll honor his commitment wherever he commits to.
2: Uh, Cole, what you got? I'm, I'm sorry, Jayhead, what do you have? Give me a, give me, give me one of your five. I don't have to be in order, man. Just, uh...
1: No, so I, I'll I'll stay in order. And and Cole had my number one in Stanton Ramil. My number two is for me. Yes, sir. Uh, four star out of Tuscaloosa. It's an Auburn, Ole Miss, Alabama battle as of today.
2: He came out with a top five. Those were his top three. Um, it, the way I read it, I mean, as far as the main
1: players in that recruitment, yes, he's got a top five. But I, I feel like it's going, it's going to boil down to Auburn, Alabama, Ole Miss. That, yep. That's the feeling I get.
0: And he will be at Ole Miss's spring game this weekend. Okay. So Ole Miss is just finishing up. Okay. Good mm-hmm. to know. Uh,
2: you've got. Is, did we decide it was Ramel? Not Ramil. It's, Ramil.
0: It's Ramil. He he that's told awesome. me in person. Yes, oh, he did? he did He did. Yeah. yeah. I, right. He actually he corrected me because I said Ramil. Respect. All right. and he's like it's it's Ramil. He's nice. He's nice about it though. You will pronounce my name right, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: man. You know my my number three is a guy that's probably number th- you know like a uh, if I were making a top targets list. Um, so I'm gonna hold him. Uh, it, it's Sham. Yeah, yeah, that's who I got a my number three, okay. too. It's Sham. I, I don't know if I would put him as a Auburn lean or anything like that, but I definitely think he's in the group. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he visited. Yeah, I haven't been able to get in touch with him. He, he visited a couple of weeks ago. Um, I know Georgia's pushing for him as well. Georgia, Georgia in Tennessee. He, he is from Denmark, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes, in Denmark. Alpharetta. Um, so, I know Auburn's made him a huge priority. I would ha- I, I've got him. I've got Rammel. Ramil, is it Ram Ramil? Shit, Ramil, Ramil, yeah, Ramil. You got, <laughs> it. You got it. the first right. time. Ramil, Formby, and Sham, and and I'm guessing people that are listening know who the hell I'm talking about, right? Yeah, th- they th- they that should. dude. It, you want me to butcher it, another name? Yeah, Sham. You're a, you're off. Hey, you're off. Sh- 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 Shamirad Umirad.
0: Shamirad. Yeah. Hey,
2: oh, there see? you go, Jeffrey. Uh-huh. Why don't y'all come to me,
1: big dog. See, I butchered it for you, so you could, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> for those that have questions. Dude, he looks like a super, superhero, man. Look
0: at him. No, a villain. He looks like a villain, right, doesn't he? <laughs> Look at him. Man, he's he's probably, when I went to the Under Armour camp, which was at the high school he attends, that's where they held it. Man, he's one of the best-looking dudes out there as far as feet. And, and uh, overall, just. Just uh, build, too, man. He's he's a top guy for sure. Yeah, he looks like he's from Gotham City. <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's a good thing. Absolutely.
2: For hey, that's why hey, you want your alone. offensive tackles to look like the Undertale. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's yes.
1: exactly what you want.
2: Either that, or you just come off the Oregon Trail. Yeah, hey, one of the two, man. Look, if Grizzly Adams walks to that door, I'll take it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got, got Formby.
2: We got one
0: more to add, Jeffrey, to the we list. Got,
2: we need two more, but you give me one.
0: Miles McVay oh. from East St. Louis, Illinois. Okay. Just put Auburn in his top schools group as well. I mean, I think it was top 12 or something. Didn't but, he
2: calm down?
0: Yeah, he did. Okay. He did. And, yeah, he's,
1: he's been on campus. I think he was on campus for the junior day in February. Absolutely.
0: He actually missed that, that junior day, but was there the next day. Okay. He was, he was right. upset about it. He told me, he was like, man, I really wanted to be there with all the guys. He said, so – I told the coaches that, and they called Braden Joyner, he came and hung out with me for the trip. And he sure, said yeah. that was what that's what made it for me. I was like, okay. That's cool. awesome.
2: I've got two more names. Jay, do you have another one?
1: I do, um, and it's one that I'm feeling
2: – I've got two more names,
1: and it's it, both it, – one of which I'm feeling less and less confident about as the day goes. Um, now, if we get several of his teammates committed, I'm going to feel significantly there better about it. Yeah. <laughs> But it's going to be Bo Hughley from Langston Hughes High School. And, and to me, it's pretty much an Auburn-Georgia battle. If anybody can flip him, it's going to be Auburn. Um, and it's going to be largely because of the relationship that he's developed with Zach um, and Will Friend. Yep. In addition to that, several of his teammates playing at Auburn, and he wants yeah. to continue that tradition at the college level.
2: You get Terrence Love. You get J- Jelani Thurman. You get Joshua Horton. You're probably going to get Bo Hughley.
0: Yeah, and, and I would say – of of the four, of the four guys from Lakes and Hughes, he might be the one that doesn't join the group if they all go yep. somewhere. But but still, if you get the three of them, you can you can pretty much. There's a great great shot Auburn would also get him too. And I think Auburn's
2: got a great shot to get three of them. I, yeah. I agree. I mean, Absolutely. I think we're gonna have
1: one of those in July when he makes his commit. I mean, yep. unless I'm reading that July? wrong, and that-
0: that'd be Josh Horton. Oh, Josh Horton, there you go. Yeah. Hey, and let's say,
2: yeah. let me say something. Auburn, don't be mistaken, Auburn loves this kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, they think he is tier one stud D lineman. Have, have uh, you no. seen him in
0: person, Jeffrey? Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's
2: impressive. I mean, I, he's a guy I, that if he didn't have any teammates, Auburn still takes. Him.
0: Yes. I thought seeing the four of those guys, and I'd seen Jelani Thurman at the Under Armour camp. Uh, he's impressive looking. I'd seen uh, Bo Hugley. I'd say, you know, he's maybe right above Jelani Thurman as far as that goes because he's just so tall and got the length and all that. Um, but I, I, I don't know if Josh Horton's not the most impressive-looking guy. He's just so broad. I mean, he's built – he's not – he doesn't look like he has a lot of body fat. The dude is – and he's like 275, so – And he's raw, Cole. I mean, he is – there's so, so
1: many parts of his game that are so raw so that you know the upside is there. I mean, yes. and, and I don't think he's pigeonholed into playing one spot. I mean, I think he's a guy that, could, if his body develops right, he could be a nose. I mean, if he stays closer to the weight he's at now, he's going to play that, you know what I mean, that 3 tech yeah. spot. Yeah, so, he also,
0: for Langston Hughes, he also plays uh, fullback a little bit too, in case yeah, you
2: he does. <laughs> Imagine JVG's. that.
1: All right, I think, Cole, you're up for our number five spot. Not,
2: uh, no, so, we've got Ramil, Formby, Sham, Cole said McVay, Jay has got Hughley, and I've got yep. my alternate. My first alternate would be Isaiah Robinson. That's my guy. The four-star offensive tackle from, from Lamar, Texas. Visited two weeks ago, I think for April 9th, uh, the week before the A-Day game. Made the trip over from Texas. I think he's um, hit at some other schools. But Auburn offered him uh, shortly before, shortly thereafter his visit. So, there's definitely some interest. I I, I still think Auburn gets two of the first five. Yep. But yeah, holler back in a couple of months. Let me see where Isaiah Robinson is and where the board is right then. But I I like Auburn's chances with two getting two of uh, Ramil, Formby, Sham, uh, McVeigh, and Hughley. Yeah, that's that's the five I would say. And I think you're looking at a class of you've already got Braden Joyner, so you're thinking two to three more interior guys, so you're looking at three to four interior guys, and you're looking at probably three tackles somewhere around two to four
1: i would th- i think that's probably right I, th- I think you're probably looking at four interior guys it because kelton smith's a swing so if you can land you him I, I think it gives you some versatility i also think that a guy like um, dj chester gives you some versatility you So you go. can take more of those guys and then take two true tackles um in addition to that maybe even three if you can get them i mean it, it, you're not if you can get stanton Ramil and Wil Formby wants in, and Bo Heagley wants in, you're not turning those guys down. No, okay. definitely not. <laughs> I mean, you, you'll take them over a portal guy right now just um, because of what they can be, especially if the staff is thinking long-term. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they're not going to think portal. They are. But you're going to take as many of these guys that want in on this list as, as you possibly can.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and while we're while hitting on these, and I think we hit on quarterbacks last week, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> but since then, uh, Brock Glenn, I think that's what we were talking about. Yep. Cole's going to have a story for him probably by the time you're listening to this on Auburn Live on three on Friday. I think we all agree that the quarterback board is down to Brock Glenn. I think Christopher Vecina, the kid from Birmingham, is committed to Clemson now. Obviously not going to give up on him, yeah. but I, I find it hard to believe that they're going to be able to flip him from Clemson unless there's some big drastic changes there. Uh, we, we know Albert's looking at other guys. There's the Rashada kid from – where's he from, Jay Head? Out in California. I think yeah. he's from um, Pittsburgh, California. Yeah, up there by Ohio. <laughs> uh, so, but but I, I think it's either going to be – I think it's going to be Brocklin. I mean, we all yeah. agree there. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. I, I mean I, – and I think there are a couple of
1: fallback candidates that Cole kind of dovetailed into, and in then that, in that nice piece that he did re- with regard to the quarterback board as far as the singleton kid out of Georgia. Right. Yeah. There it you looks go. like he's getting ready to commit to Arkansas. Um, and then there was another unheralded kid. I think he's unranked currently, but I know this, I know our staff sniffing around. As Jason well as well. Wiseman. Yes, you see. Yep. You got it. Yeah, Wiseman. There you go. Yep. Um, but we've got some other options, but it just feels like Brock Glenn fits what the coaching staff looking for. Um he's high on Auburn, and that's a big thing. And it, it's so important to get a quarterback early. Yeah. Because you can kind of build the rest of your class around that guy once you know what that centerpiece is going to be. And those dominoes fall so early.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's also important because they start uh, they start going other places real quick.
1: Yes, so, you they, better get one. <laughs> you 100% better get one. And I think the only guy that's going to last for a while is going to be Dante Moore. I think he's going to string this out, but if I'm being realistic here, it was fantastic getting him on campus with that bus tour, but I don't think right. it's a snowball's yes. chance in hell right. of landing that kid. I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah,
0: where you go. All right, man, uh, have a safe trip back. Uh, we'll see you when we see you. Appreciate you stopping by. mean, and that's not
1: me taking a shot at Auburn. I, no. Because I think Brock Glenn's a really good quarterback. I think I if think we are lucky enough fit, to land man. that kid, I think he's a perfect fit for what we want to do and execute the offense at a high level. he a I, really do. I
0: don't know if I gave you a comparison last time, Jay Head. Did we talk about that? We did. I compared him to Mac. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I, I was looking at um, some Boise quarterbacks just to see if there was one. Um, Hank Bachmeyer, the guy that's there right now. He does pretty similar. Like yeah, very much so. Can um, he hey, really we spin it?
2: Yeah, I watched I watched his Uncle Rico video, uh, <laughs> the one I put up there. Yeah, dude, man. I mean, does <laughs> he not look like Tom Brady? I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, he's Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, hey, throwing it it on Br-
2: air, everybody looks like Brady. you got uh, no, nah, <laughs> he, he, he 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 to me looks like exactly what I would draw up if you were told me to pick up Brian Harsin quarterback. That, that's oh exactly sure, who, sure. Who who it would be? I think he's uh, uh he's a really good quarterback. He's perfect for what they're looking for. I think he would be a great addition. And, I mean, he's he's really good. And I think he's got the Elite 11 coming up, the regional he does. Uh, competition. I'm, I'm curious to see how he did there, how he, mm-hmm. how he does there. Mm-hmm. Although Holden, didn't he – he didn't do very well last year in that. He
1: did really good on the first day, and then things started to fade. And what people need to understand about the Elite 11 is they – that is a grueling setup. I mean, those kids are throwing 300, 400 balls a day. So yes. if your arm strength's not built up or you're prepared for that, you really, you know, by the time you get to day two or day three, it's going to show. And I think he had some arm fatigue. Um, he had a much better showing at the Under Armour uh, All-American game in yeah, the practice settings um, as yeah. well as the actual game itself when he got the opportunity to play. And I think he was able to show why he had the lofty rating that he had um, that he had earned earlier in the year. and, and, and Throughout the fall. So, and I think this kid is very much like Holden in that regard. I don't, I don't think he can, I don't think he's got the velo on it the way that Holden did, but his accuracy and ball placement is unreal. And I think he's going to be the kind of kid that's going to be able to separate himself in an accuracy competition, mm-hmm. something of that nature. Um, so I'm with you, Jeffrey. I'm interested to see how he does in the Nashville Regional and can he make the finals out in California? And then what does he do in California? And is, how much does that elevate his stock?
0: Who was it? Who was it that? Auburn got as a quarterback. He was like one of the one of the reserve entries into the Elite 11 and ended up winning the thing. And then he won Sean NBA. White. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. He won Sean the MVP White. of the game too. Oh,
2: Sean White.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was 421, dude. Hey, hey uh, I like it. That was a great <laughs> way to segue out of that <laughs> All right. Hey, real quick on hoops recruiting. I, I know Auburn fans don't really give a stuff about hoops recruiting, but I do. Hour, I it's do, worth just. mentioning, I would, I would man, sure. what Auburn is doing. They just signed a five star power forward, Yuan Stray Orr. Thursday, today, Brandon Huntley, Hatfield, former five star recruit from Tennessee, who signed with Tennessee, who spent the last season at Tennessee, is transferring. He is in Auburn today. will be leaving Friday. He's also visited, according to John Rothstein, uh, he's visited SMU. I do where to have this schedule. He's going to uh, Louisville. He's going to Wake Forest. He's going to Arizona State all within the next week before making a decision. Auburn is still deciding how hard to push,
0: believe it or yeah. not. I
2: mean, they, they want Jani Broom, the big dude who is visiting Florida this weekend, transfer from Morehead State, who's got for three years, I think. I, think, I think he's got three. Yeah, I think
1: because okay. he think he's played two at Moorhead State, but one of those was the 2020 year. That's a complete there go. wash. So, so really, he's kinda, got three years
2: left to play. You know, the, if if if, I, if Auburn decides they if Auburn could get all three of Brandon Huntley Hatfield, Janai Broom, and Julian Phillips, who also is a five star, he's a 2022 kid. He's coming to visit Monday and Tuesday next early next week. If they could get two of those threes, three. I think that's how they would th- – th- those are like the top three guys. Those are the main three guys from what I can tell. And if they could get two of those, they would be ecstatic. I don't think decisions have been made uh, final on Huntley Hatfield. I think we'll probably know a lot more entering the weekend after this visit. But Broom is definitely number one in my opinion, or at least from what, what I'm gathering. Uh, Phillips is a stud – Coming in on Monday. He's a high school kid. They've already got three high school kids coming in. Do they want to take the transfers? Kind of, you know, back and forth. Sure. Um, so, lots will be happening soon with this basketball stuff because Janiyah should have a decision early next week or sometime next week after his Florida visit. He's from Florida, He's from Plant City, Jerry McIntyre, country down at uh, Tampa Catholic, I believe. That's correct. And So, he grew up a big Florida fan. Florida does have their big – is it Castleton? Is he coming back? Nick Castleton
1: is coming back. So, that's going to be a deterrent as far as Janai Broom going to Florida. I think Kentucky's still in the mix to a degree. I don't know how much. But I know they're still recruiting him as far as that goes. So, when you're picking from Auburn, Florida, and Kentucky, I think that kind of talks about the level of talent that you possess. And I think we've also still got Manny Bates. is still out there. Manny Bates is still hanging on Yeah, NC State. It's kind of a fallback. Yeah, it shouldn't be to happen with BAH, BHH, or uh, uh, Janai Broom. And if it's me, how hard you push for Huntley Hatfield is really contingent on Janai Broom. Because if you're not going to land him, you need Huntley Hatfield. If you land Janai Broome, do you really need him? I mean, I think he's got immense potential, but he's wrong. I mean, he's, he's nowhere near where Walker was, whereas. Janai Broom walks in, and he can pretty much replace from day one what you lost with Juan Kessler. Not everything, but he's close.
2: I think you get Janai Broom, and then if you can get one – if you can get Julian Phillips, great. Uh, if you can't, you probably don't want to – I don't know. Because well, you how, still need
1: a shooter, right? And you, yeah. and you don't want to push guys out. Julian Phillips
2: is more of a scorer, right, than, than BHH.
1: I 100%. And, he, and he's somebody, when I watch this game, he looks a lot like Chuma to me. He's probably not the rebounder that Chuma was at that age. But as far as his ability to be a stretch forward, uh for Bruce, I mean, I think he'll play probably on the wing in the NBA. Um, but I think he'd be a stretch four in our system and an ideal fit, uh, much more polished than B.A.H. at this point. Because and, and, I think B.A.H. Is, is really just a center. It, it, I think he's got – Power forward size, but he's got really center game.
2: I think you get Janai Broom, and if you can get Julian Phillips, you get him, and that would fill pretty much your needs. You might have some inexperience on the roster, but man, you got a lot of talent, a lot of talent, a lot of times makes up for inexperience. And basketball, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, you know, in football, you're you're losing a game for every true freshman or whatever the saying was. And basketball is not so, not so true. I mean, you see one and duns every year. Auburn, had what two in the past two years Sharif and Jabari
1: three because you got JT Thor
2: as well oh yeah about old Thor dog
1: so you had the three one and does but I still think we need to add a shooter Um, I, I think that needs got to be met apart I, from I Julian Phillips you're not considering
2: yeah. him a shooter
1: exactly yeah. I'm not calling I mean even though he's a shooter at the four spot I wouldn't consider him a shooter where we need it, which is we need a shooter on that wing slash two guard spot. I think we need some depth there as far as that's concerned. Getting Al healthy and getting his game back is is obviously option number one, but you need somebody else that can come in and shoot it at about that thirty five to forty percent clip from three. Yeah. Um. So that you know, you just kind of can expand the zone some. You had guys packing it in towards the end of the year that were really anticipating that we couldn't shoot. Bottom so line. we we
2: need a zone buster. You need, you need sophomore Al Flanagan back.
1: Yeah, you really do. You, you need sophomore Al to play, uh, and even elevate his game
2: to a degree. How about any? How about you, folks? Let's. Uh, I've got I've got a few. I've got several. If you want to know the truth, <laughs> the, the corner has been on fire. It has. it it's definitely on fire. So I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna give one to Captain America. Oh. Just the, that back and forth you and him had about being the uh, the little league quarterback coach whisper, you that, be that, more happy rolling,
2: <laughs> guru. Uh, I think he was a three time little league champion coach. I think yes. he um, won homecoming king for uh, uh, the nineteen eighty five Summerton Blue Devils.
1: And if Hars would just listen to his quarterback
2: suggestions, we never lose it. another game. He's got it. <laughs> he, 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 was re- he was really flexing on us. I like, I like Captain America. That was funny, though. The real good stuff. And to me, and, uh, yeah, he was – I, I had him on there, too, man. He was going to get – he got a double how about you. He got how about you squared today. Captain America. <laughs> Cole, do you have anyone you'd like to tip a cap, to?
0: Yeah, I bet you you probably have him too because he's been good this week. He just keeps getting better, in my opinion. This guy, Shaker Jack. Oh, hey, there you go. I like that guy, man. I, I I've liked him. I liked him even when he was negative. Some of these negative people, I'm okay with. Listen, I am as a long firm as you're right
2: in, in second chances. I I, I, blunt, I he's one of the first guys I've ever banned on on three at Auburn Live. Like you. I mean, I, I, oh, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, he it. just went
1: negative. Well, and look, a lot of people did, but he just went negative for way too long, you know? Just – you got to understand that you turn the page sometimes.
2: He was pissing on the parade, and I just couldn't allow it. And he came back. I was like, all right, dude, 48-hour timeout, man. Go Sit this one out for a minute, you know? You can come back. And listen, his attitude since coming back – and he's not been Rosie O'Donnell or anything like that. I mean, no, he's, no, not, no. he's not pissing rainbows. But he's, he's, he's been good. He's been fair. He's been a yep. quality poster, entertaining, uh, good stuff. I'm a big fan. And, look, there's nothing,
0: wrong, there's nothing wrong with being negative if it's warranted. Right. Yes. Some of these guys, I think it's just their shtick, you know, like, all right, what can I be negative about today, you know? Wake like, up angry. I like it. Well, I mean, whatever. You know, do whatever you want. <laughs> but, but be – because Rice is going to get you. I mean, you better watch out. Look, man, and here's the thing with Rice. By God, he's not going to lose the argument either. Not for Miami. That's for damn
2: sure.
0: I admire it. I admire I it. We'll
2: keep on going. I
1: mean, yeah, we yes, will, man. Uh, he
2: would be pulling a fact from 1945's almanac. By God, he's got one somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Let me give boy. you a, a quick rundown on some of the guys. Is that it, Cole? Shaker Jack? Yes.
0: Yeah, Shaker board, Jack.
2: Yeah. Big how about you, Shaker Jack. Big how about you tonight, Rider? He is Rider. a uh, message board legend. McBain, yeah. i think i've given him a shout out or two uh, h- h- uh how about you to uh mailman 94 how about you to bruce five stars how about you to jl tiger no relation and uh my how about you of the week goes to red Mockham. red mock red mo red mo cm he, he's he's a message board lad he, he's been yeah, there for yeah. a long time but anyways in that in that uh thread on brock glenn he posted the uh, the Uncle Rico out in the field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think freaking <laughs> lost it, dude. dude I was this, in the doctor's office. And, uh, yeah, I, I was giggling. I was cackling. Got to
0: who, post, who posted that? Because I did the same thing. Red Mock. mock.
3: Red
2: yeah, mock was good. Red Mock M. You have to help me out on that pronunciation there, Red Mock. Uh, you ought to take the M off. Then you'd be Red Mock like uh, Mock. I don't know. That's I had something else. Hey. My internet isn't stable. Did y'all hear me? <laughs> what happened?
0: Yeah. It, hey, we, I, we got you there at the end, bro. Thankfully, uh, you're still saying the same thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> all right, let's see. Uh, and Knox Romeo, he is a Twitter handle, but uh, he was throwing some in, in, intel at me uh, earlier this week. I don't know that it turned up, uh, played out, but I appreciated the efforts. I've got a, I've got a new award I'm going to start doing. It's called the Dingleberry of the Week. <laughs> The Dingleberry of the week goes to the Wolf. Okay. The, okay. Now y'all, this was basketball, so y'all probably stayed out of it and didn't see. It. This dude would not accept that Yowon Traore was has signed with Auburn. I mean, I even put like it's a done deal. I, I did the like the hoop scoops Thursday night. It's a done deal. He signed it in the morning. Oh well, you know, call me back when he when he signs. Okay, call me back when Auburn releases it. Eight o'clock the next morning, Auburn releases it. Uh-huh. I put it up on the corner. Hey, uh, here it is, official release. Oh, you know what? Uh, you haven't seen the paper. Uh, yeah. I was like, all right, dude. Whatever, man. And
0: it's so, one thing. It's one thing to be wrong to be wrong with confidence, dude. And hey, it was
2: in the same post. Like, I, I whenever Auburn releases it, I'll, I'm like, dude, look, read the freaking read the freaking <laughs> thread uh, and, and on deck, Auburn legacy.
0: Mm. Yeah. That, well, <laughs> What did he – I, I remember something here. Jay, what are you doing? Bro, I, I know where you're going with this. I'm just going to let you Oh, out. I know. I know. Okay, I got it. I remember now. He,
2: he's just been Debbie Downer, man. I mean, come on, freaking – I mean, you talk about Eeyore style stuff. So, so, that
1: was what I was about to say. That is Jay Lee's Eeyore of the week.
2: Yes. There was, there was
1: the, him and Kimo Savi. by God,
2: man.
0: Uh, let me add Bobby Sweatpants in there.
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. As well. And listen, I like Bobby, but he's he's just man. He Bobby's hit or miss, man. I,
2: I like Bobby too. I, I mean I like him no, all I do man. too. I do too. If you if you're posting on the board, man, and you're and you're doing a half decent job, not just being a, a, a tallywhacker <laughs> I I respect you, man. Yeah, and I appreciate sure. it. So I, I do appreciate all those cats. Well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give a how about you to Bobby because he's hit or miss and I'm gonna I'm gonna how about you his hits. And uh, Dingleberry, his misses. There you go. But uh, Dingleberry <laughs> Engine, the week, absolutely the wolf. Uh, Auburn Legacy, I'm going to give him a shout-out, or how about you, because he posts a lot. He's um, borderline troll. We're, we're keeping an eye on old Legacy. There you go. <laughs> He's borderline Lane Kiffin Award, huh? Yes, yes. Um, all right, folks, so listen, yeah, that's about an hour and a half on this now Friday. I feel like we've been talking for two days. But we've covered a lot. Uh, We're going to come back next week. We may even have some new features coming your way in forms of new shows, new ways to communicate, new platforms. Got a lot of things working uh, in the works, and uh, we'll we'll see how that turns out. Uh, Cole, uh, final thoughts. Jay had final thoughts on the week that was. Feeling good, like where Auburn sits. Got a little momentum coming off the Terrence Love commitment, the evaluation period underway, full speed. Feeling good?
0: Yeah. Feeling very good. Had a lot of people disagree with, with my statement of, you know, Auburn's in some recruiting momentum right now, but uh, I say uh, uh, we can agree to disagree. There you go. I would say Cole
1: can't always tip his hand, nor can Jay Lee, about what they know. Look, I'll tell you guys what I know because it don't matter. <laughs> but these guys can't always tell you what they know and when they know it. So let's just keep our eyes peeled for June, and let's see who officially visited so that you guys can kind of see maybe what they're talking about, okay? So let's just let's, let's stand by to stand by. But, yes, feeling very positive about the momentum that we're carrying right now, specifically as it corresponds to relationship building on the trail, the evaluation uh, period. period, I mean, the evaluation period and how they're going about it. I'm um, just extremely excited for this staff to kind of be breaking some new ground
2: here. I, I completely agree, man. Yep. If, uh, if you're not a, a subscriber to Auburn Live on 3, this is where you're going to find this stuff on the daily. Uh, Cole, just killing it, man. Just, it's pumping out info. We're going to have basketball recruiting intel. Uh, should be finalizing that 2022 class, whether by Transfer Portal or by high school. lot to keep up with. Of course, Justin Hoekson's got our team stuff going uh, breaking, breaking news over there covering the baseball team and uh, the uh, w- the coming and going on the football team. But, uh, but a lot of th- reason to be excited about Auburn recruiting. Uh, so, listen, next week, meet us back here, same time, same location. And uh, for Cole, for J-Head, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Stay out of the left lane unless you're passing. And if you do pass, get the hell back over in your right lane and cruise. See you.